0: Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to another episode of Source Code. I am the social media superstar, I am the glitch in the system, and I am Jay Walker. And before you skip the episode, please bear with me, because this, I think, is going to be a good one, and a little bit eye-opening. So, today I'm talking about a very controversial topic in the wrestling world. I'm talking about Shane... McMahon. Let's do it. On my Patreon page, somebody requested me reviewing one of my favorite matches of all time. And I am putting it out there. You've heard it a hundred times before on this podcast. Shane McMahon, and I'm being serious, is one of my favorite wrestlers. And it was watching this match uh, with the context of the storyline and all that's happened within that time frame. It's 2001 King of the Ring versus Shane McMahon uh, versus Kurt Angle. Sorry. Uh, really put into context what it is. I like about him and I think it's been lost over time. And I think right now he's healed. So I get it. But like, I feel like this story needs to be uh, reintroduced that Shane needs to be uh, reeducated into the populace of the wrestling fandom because so many people have forgotten what this guy really is and was all about. Um, We had the McMahon's, that were so prominent in the WWE at the time. We had this cynical, uh, devilish ghoul in Vince McMahon, the rich aristocrat who screwed everyone over. And then we had the whiny, daddy's girl, billion-dollar princess, Stephanie McMahon. But here comes Shane McMahon, who didn't dress as rich as he was who didn't play up the money he had he dressed like everyone else he acted like everyone else he spoke like everyone else he didn't talk down to people he uh, was just very down to earth and relatable and respectable and uh, when they first introduced him, I'm not sure the 100% the timeline here, but when they first introduced him to a match, he was trying to defend his sister's honor against Test. And it was in that match where we saw the first flying elbow drop from the corner post to the announce table. And there were so many crazy moments in that match. But Shane held his own and surprised a lot of people. Uh, now thinking about it, there was a match with X-Pac as well when Shane was heel. But... Uh, Continuing on, he had, uh, after he bought WCW, he had that amazing match with Vince McMahon where he was standing up to his dad who was uh, embarrassing and berating and belittling his mother and uh, just speaking up for what was right. And just having, again, like you wouldn't think Shane and Vince would have this amazing match, but those guys tore the house down at WrestleMania in front of the biggest crowd ever. And again, Shane just over delivering. Uh, I think that's where we saw the first coast-to-coast Coast, with him in that trash can. Great storyteller. Again, so relatable. And in this match with Kurt Angle that I just finished reviewing, that uh, if you're a Patreon supporter, you can check it out, my my review of it, uh, just put his body on the line and held his own against Kurt Angle, who is one of the greatest of all time. And even then, Kurt Angle was only a year and a half into his pro wrestling career here and these guys together just made some absolute magic in the ring. And of course there's other matches. Shane McMahon against Steve Blackman where he took that big fall. And then Shane McMahon and Big Show. Like here's Shane McMahon against the Big Show. Holding his own and of course doing that ridiculous stunt from I think it was like 40 feet in the air. Shane McMahon has paid his dues. Shane McMahon earned the respect of the audience at that time. And earned the respect of the entire locker room. Uh, working everyone, he worked The Rock, he worked everyone, Uh, by putting his body on the line, delivering these amazing stories, having such a captivating, relatable character that was so refreshing from the rest of the McMahons. That's why everyone wanted to see Shane take over WWE, because he was our voice at that time when the authority was just looking down at us as these irresponsible, immature kids Shane was there and realized what we wanted and was able to give it himself, never mind rely on talent to do it for him. Shane was busting his butt and earning everybody's respect 20 years ago. And for me, he earned it. And watching this match, he earned it for, you know, the 20,000, however many people were in that building. And he did it time and time and time and time and time again. Uh, Even his matches with Kane later on, again over-delivering anyone's expectations of what you would see him be capable of doing as a non-athlete. That time that he spent away, and I don't know if it's just the cynical social media uh, of trying to uh, downplay people's uh, efforts, but Shane is legit, 100%. His body of matches, and again, Randy Orton, Shawn Michaels, other guys that he's been in the ring with, Triple H, Shane McMahon has had more amazing, high-quality matches than he's had bad matches. There have, to my knowledge, been so little bad matches that I can't even name you one single one. Shane just gets it at a whole nother level. He knows what he's doing right now. He's being used to build up new stars, and it's happening right now. And I think you know maybe one day they'll release a best of Shane McMahon series or something like that but Shane deserves all the credit in the world Shane's had a hall of fame pro wrestling career that's how good this guy was in the ring and I know it sounds like I'm gushing but if you go back and you look at his matches uh and this isn't nostalgia goggles either 100% Shane McMahon just delivers because he cares so much about how much you guys enjoy the show that he's willing to do some insane things. And he understands the storytelling aspect of, of it as well. That a lot of wrestlers uh, don't get. And I think it's because they're too in the bubble of trying to get a certain reaction from certain moves. Shane, with his character alone, he doesn't have to do the crazy stuff. He chooses to because he wants to wow the hell out of you. At the same time because he's got you so captivated with the story that he's telling. Um, Shane above and beyond is the best McMahon wrestler. Uh, Shane, like I say, just gets at another level, understands what you guys want, and is able to deliver to it and, and build new stars in the process. And I think he deserves a lot more props for what he's done in the past. And I know right now it's very boring and frustrating to watch what he's doing on TV. But on the flip side, wait five, four or five more months And I think we'll be able to look back and appreciate uh, what he did because it's all going to pay forward in the end uh, for new stars, whether it be Kevin Owens or Drew McIntyre or Elias or Kofi Kingston or whoever else. There's good things coming from it. Shane realizes that. He's not egotistical. He's not a narcissist. He's being booked that way appropriately. And he wants to pay it back to the young guys that he really loves and appreciates. Cause he likes the same wrestlers that you guys like, whether you believe that or not. 100%. That guy was pushing to sign AJ Styles when TNA was in its infancy. So just to put that in perspective. So keep watching. Hopefully this kind of shines a light a little bit on Shane O'Mac. One, one of the best in my opinion. And, uh, Oh, yeah hopefully it kind of changes your mind a little bit and look things uh maybe with some different eyes this time uh that's it you can hate me all you want <laughs> for my love for Shane o. mac you know where to do it facebook instagram twitter youtube at i am walker that's i walker thanks guys for listening hopefully you listened all the way to the end and put up with all of that but until next time you know what to do right you have a great day damn it take care we'll see ya